When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Join the conversation. Call 1300 01 1170 or text 0457 736 736. Your rugby league coverage on SEN starts now. Welcome to NRL Crunch Time. Thanks to Azito. All day, every day. Again, here's Luai again. Straight through them. Luai to Peachy. It's a Panther Avalanche. Sonny Luke. Oh, oh kicks no. it behind. It's spilt. It's a oh. try. The Peachy's got it. Come back centre field, he's Walker, scheming, short, oh. Vanilla Blade, big Adam, we left him alone, we should have known, no right foot step required, charged into space, referee Cummins points to the spot, Boltman kicks, kicks again, six more, Boltman picks it up, scores the try, just what the doggies didn't want, the Warriors celebrate. Yeah, hello everyone. Welcome along to Saturday Crunch Time. Thanks to our great mates at Ozito. Powering DIYers all day, every day at Bunnings. And before you dig, don't dig blind. Search before you dig online every time. Join us for the next few hours. The open line number, free call 1300 01 1170. And the text line number 0457 736 736. Jill's in the chair for Joel Kane today. He's got a little family commitment. Don't worry, Shug. I'll uh, look after the joint and hopefully you give me my bond back next week. Uh, let's welcome in the team without further ado, the unofficial Prince of Queensland, the resident FIFA worker, 2003 grand final hero, Scotty Sattler. Hello, Sats. Hello, Jules, uh, and listeners as well. Um, voice a little bit croaky this morning. Why? We had a 20-year reunion last night because, oh, yeah, that, no. because the Roosters versus Panthers at Penny Park, mm. and so they got the 2003 team together as well, so... Yeah, it was a great, great day, great night as well. Oh, I want you tonight, uh, today I should yeah. say, at least in the next two hours, you need to use the boat rises with the tide. A rising, yeah, well, yeah, that's an economics term. A rising I need, tide lifts I need all boats. And the I gall, the temerity. Gall, the temerity. Yep. Hang on, let me write this down. Gall, rising the, tide. The gall, the temerity of someone, uh-huh. okay, to say or do something. And what's it? Seal, what's another one? What's another uh, Joel, Joelism? Maybe we can talk about the buy round and how yeah. two points are awarded. Yeah, the buy round. Uh, more short kickoffs. Yeah, yeah. More short kickoffs. <laughs> more short dropouts. Done the statistical breakdown. <laughs> brought Mido in on the whole thing. And what did Mido say? He said, oh, off the line dropout worth it, off the kickoff, much bigger risk mm. in terms of where, at what point Absolutely, of the field you yeah. concede. Yeah. Anyway, you may have a thought on that. Uh, <laughs> to the Chief Rugby League writer for the Sydney Morning Herald, the Ian Rubin of SEN, <laughs> uh, two-time Walkley Award winner, Adrian Bashenko is with us. Hello, Rusty. Hello. Um, I'm feeling a bit nostalgic today. I'm wearing my Zip Zip Man T-shirt. It is I beautiful. That. Um, How are, it looks quite new, like the yellow hasn't faded yes, on that thing. Yes. No, it is new. It's, it's relatively new and... In keeping that sort of with that nostalgia theme, mm. obviously, you know, a lot of talk about the 2003 grand final and that tackle. I'm, I'm loath to bring it up because I know you hate talking about it. You're very embarrassed yeah. about Probably it. Probably never earned else, a crust from it either on exactly, the speaker circuit. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. But I've seen it that many times this week and I've sort of examined it. And and when I think if you, about if it, if you say you know the two what? words, yeah. I'm going to slap you. 
Mate, it's got all the key indicators of a hip drop. Like if you did that now, honestly, like if you put, you swung your hips around, you put all of your weight on his lower legs. You're not a grand final hero. You're a grub. Like honestly, you'd be suspended. You'd be sent off. You would have cost your game the grand final. We're getting the promo grabs in early today. Aren't we? Well, hang on a minute, Lord, uh, Pat Carrigan, right? People go, oh, you know. On this network, so he could get two weeks for that. No charge laid. Mm. And did you hear Annesley's description? Well, the bulk of the weight was not on the legs. And I'm still, I guess, scratching my head as to... Because I looked at that and I thought he's in trouble here. And others are saying, other pundits are saying, well, that wasn't even warranting a penalty. He's only in trouble based on the precedence that has been set See, by I the thought NRL. you lose your legs, you're in trouble. Yeah, well, unfortunately in the game uh, where there's so many twisting bodies... Oh, I've got to say, I, I can see what the NRL are trying to do, that shotgun effect, the fear strategy. We're going to smack you if you if you um, when send a stern message. But I've, I've seen some players over the last few weeks get themselves into a position where they, they might drop their weight and they've actually changed their finishing positions. So it's working in some sense. That's the whole point of it. But right? unfortunately, it's a game we follow that it's got mo- multiple bodies in motion. It's at various sizes, a lot of twisting body parts as well. And in most cases, you can't preempt in NRL what your opposition is going to do. And then because of that, there's um, yeah, our bodies get left in these vulnerable positions. So a big Nilsson Asafa Salamana powers through the line. Pat Carrigan gets oh. beaten in the collision, and then unfortunately, whether you like it or not, physics takes over. And when you get beaten, you lose all the power. You end up at the back of the. And we we waxed on lyrical about this, and I just I feel as though that. Getting a player to spend 10 minutes on the sideline in a really important – doesn't matter whether it's an important game, whether it's a 50-point game, 10 minutes on the sideline, which is a long time for any side, for something that, one, is not going to be charged in the end, could most poss- possibly just be put on report because we're not so sure because they're all very innocuous. We're not quite sure about them. So let's just put it on report. Mm. And let's just let's deal with it after the game. Unless it is a dead set, and unfortunately you use Pat Carrigan, who's got history, the one that he did on Jackson Hastings last year. Yeah. That was ugly. Unless yeah. the bunker yeah. looks at that and goes, hang on a sec, hang on a sec, we've got a problem here. Yeah. Let's just put on a report. Let's deal with it after the game. Let's not let the, the headlines after the game reflect of what that one moment in the game was from what was a, a terrific performance from the Storm. Mm. I reckon there's an analysis to be done. Maybe we can, I'll do some work and we can talk about it next week. But the sin bin in general, how many tries are being led in during that time? Mm. Because that is just such a game changer. And we're seeing more and more sin bins now that are having a real massive effect on the game. Mm. What about a five-minute bin? It's, it's been well, we, looted again. I don't know. And so. again, Graham Annesley would have a reason why no five-minute. There, there would be a reason for it. Well, that's another layer of subjectivity. Is that a five-minute offence or a ten-minute offence? Like that that yeah. just muddies the water. Like when more. Jesse Arthurs was was knocked off the ball. No, sorry, Jesse Arthurs was it. Who, who knocked who off the ball and got sin-binned? Um, Grubber went through. Play gets knocked off the ball. Was that on the Thursday, Thursday, Thursday night? Remus so, Smith. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it, but it's getting to the point now where you've got to make that decision. I'm probably better off letting that bloke score than get, you know, doing a professional foul, getting into the bin because they're probably going to score two. But all the problem off. is it's not a professional foul because there's no chance the player was going to score, score a try because the ball was covered. But you're going to make a player sit off for an eighth of the game, so 10 minutes mm. because of something like that. I mean, I, I know. I, I can see the message that the NRL are trying to send, but unfortunately – 
we shouldn't be talking about it. We shouldn't be talking about it. We should be talking about the great games that we've witnessed, the dominant performance of the Penrith Panthers, this Warriors side that keep uh, improving, and and uh, Andrew Webster wins the Ivan Cleary Cup this year. So, so long story short, uh, it was a hip drop, and poor Skinny Bird uh, copped the raw end of the deal. Correct. That's what we're saying. Okay, that's, that's what we're saying. <laughs> uh, just back to it is a magnificent looking shirt, and he's a great fella too, Steve Ella. Uh, good afternoon to you, Zip Zip Man. It is one of the best nicknames in rugby league, and I was thinking last night. When Isaiah Yo put that crossfield kick in, bit of a Hail Mary, and they, you know, they always call him Yoey. I'm thinking we've had enough time to conjure a much better nickname for Isaiah Yo than Yoey. And basically, and this is the lazy Australian way of just banging mm. the Y on the end of him, isn't it? Yeah. You know? Mm. So can we think of a good nickname for Octopus. Isaiah? Octopus. He's got, he's got arms and legs that go everywhere. Yeah. Um, but Yoey, you know what I'm saying? It's just yeah, zip, yeah. zip, man. And you, whenever yeah. you see Zip, you've got to say it in like Rab's voice. Uh, yes. My son yeah. works at Penrith Panthers in the football department. Yeah. And again, I'll say, I, I never put him in a position to tell me things about the club. And he wouldn't anyway. He's a, he'd be someone great to rob a bank with, my son. Um, <laughs> but I was having brekkie with him this morning because I stayed at his place last night. And I said, what's, what's Isaiah Yo's nickname? He goes, Yoey. <laughs> I went, okay. I said, what about Nathan Cleary? He goes, Nat or Clez, like Cleary. Yeah, sure. Like, yeah. Cleary. Come on, we're yeah. going to find something better than that. Yeah. But it's always like, you know, Mitch Pierce, Piercy. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know. 0457 The man. We're just talking about it. It's a great shirt. It's a yellow yeah. shirt. And it's got like what like, looks like an old player's card on yes, the front of it. It's such yeah. a good scan lens 86, on it. 86 yep. of card 132. Yep. Yep. And we spoke about that great Parramatta side in the 80s. Is it fair to say... That he was, I hate to use the word forgotten, but we we spoke about Sterling and unsung hero Price, Sterling, Kenny, Growth, Crone, and so yeah. much that Zip Zip got lost in the he would be lost in the conversation as one like, of the greats in any other team if he performed the way he did mm. anywhere else. But he just got lost in all of the and and again lost isn't the right term, but yep. yeah, certainly he would have got a lot more. He hasn't he hasn't got the raps that he deserves, mm. but he, he's getting them from me today. I'm wearing him very proud. So balanced, wasn't yeah. he? The other yeah. thing I love about your shirt, Prashinks, is it's that old, that sort of deeper, rich yellow yep. from the mm. Eels jersey of the eighties. Not mm. that lighter tone that we see now. Mm. Yep. Real throwback. Mm. Uh, the zip zip man, and it's a Scanlon's, like a, a copy of a Scanlon's. Did yep. it come with a free stick of gum? It didn't. Remember that? After about three chews, the flavour was gone. It just became rock hard. You got that See, power all go. over you. Nickname, nickname, yeah. zip, zip, yeah, zip, zip. You how got Bert. He, how did he get that? Was that a rabbitism or? I don't know. I don't know. The but, origin of zip, zip. Yeah, mm. zip. You got. If Bert. anybody knows out there the origin of Steve Ellis' nickname, the zip, zip man, let us know. Open line number one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. The text line oh four five seven. 736-736. Speaking of Yoey, they were impressive last night, weren't they, the Panthers? But mm. a lot of the talk has been about mm. the Chookies. What is going wrong at Bondi? Um, oh, they're watching the game live last night. I feel as though their forward pack's getting heavily dominated. When your forward pack gets heavily dominated, there's not much the rest of your side can do. Yeah, Sammy Walker, I saw him walking up the up the tunnel with a brace on his, on his knee. He's out for a couple of weeks. What they think is like a sprained ACL. So uh, you don't snap it, you don't tear it, whatever it may be. So uh, he may be another couple of weeks. He's been out a couple of weeks now. And then you've got Joey Manu that gets, leaves the field last night. And you're starting to really dig into the depths of your, of your playing squad. So, you know, Drew Hutchison was on the ground yesterday with, with injury as well. So, but it all comes back to your forward pack. The forward pack, they're wanting to play aggressive, but I feel as though they can't flick the switch and they can't, they can't all make it. They don't, they're not in the rhythm. They're not in the right rhythm, and they're getting dominated by forward packs. So, Sats, we've got a WhatsApp group 
with the, the guys at the Herald that cover the league, and, and we, you know, if we see something interesting in a game, we make a, a, you know, a comment or whatever else or something to follow up. So these aren't my words, but one of my colleagues said, not sure how you can measure it, but the lack of foot speed from the Roosters' middles is being exposed terribly tonight. Jared Lodge, Collins and Brandon Smith are all plotting. Robinson has either planned for a trend that hasn't emerged or this is just an off-kilter collection of players. They're all good on their own, but are pretty much the same thing. Mm. I mean, it's... They've lost Fletcher Baker to the Broncos. Yep, next yep. Year. There is a bit of a sameness about it, isn't it? That that pack. Um, but you know, before, in the in the past, like, they've had different body shapes, like, you know, a Kane Evans or, or whatever. Like, it's sort of... I don't know. Are they? They're just getting beaten to the punch. Aren't well, Satili's coming back from obviously a bad knee injury, and he was so dominant when he was when he sat on an edge. And, you know, Crichton brought, started. Yeah, Crichton, and he obviously he's had a slow start to the season and spent some time off the field. Um, so you know, Brandon Smith. Everyone's saying, oh, he's not working at hooker, but you've got, you've got to give him time. He's he hasn't played the role for a couple of years. He's a he's an out and out hooker. It's just unfortunately he played a different role at Melbourne, and they bought him as a hooker. They've just got to stick time with him. Sammy Verrills is gone, so they've got to stick with him, and they, everyone's got to be patient with him, because um, I think he'll end up coming good for the Roosters, Brandon Smith, but you're right, there's, there's, uh, they've lost those, they've lost that that strength they had on the edges. Mm. Yeah, Tupanul bashing into one side, and then Boyd Cordner before, that was yeah. a really good option for people. And then you got Angus Crichton, who was so dynamic on the other side, and, and two of their key back rowers are coming back from for two completely different reasons, and haven't been able to find that rhythm yet, but they're they are. They're getting. They're getting dominated in the middle of the field. Did you see the press conference afterwards with James Tedesco? He was almost in tears. Like it was. He was really emotional, and he said it's actually hard to be captain of a side that's performing like this. Um, well, that, that's the most sort of distraught that I've seen him after a well, game. It's hard when you're a leader and, and you're the one that everyone's going to be looking to to try and find a solution because he's yep. one of the best players in the game, and and it's fair to say that he's being locked down as well now. Like he's being he's been uh, he's been controlled and not, I'm not going to say dominated, but he's he's not finding the open space that he used to. When he used to well, come through the searching through the middle of the ruck, people are there waiting because he's not getting because his forward pack's getting so dominated, he hasn't got the ability to get on the front foot anymore. Well, we talk about Yoey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he, he ran him down, didn't he? Like it's it's actually a little bit. And if you're Freddie Fit, like that's starting to be a concern. You've had. Um, T- Tommy Turbo being run down by Stefano a few mm. weeks ago, and then you had Isaiah Yo who who ran sorry, down who? James Tedesco. No, no, Yo-y. no. Yeah, Yoey. Yoey. I'm sorry, I stand corrected. Yeah, what's so, what's Tedesco's nickname? Teddy. There you go. Teddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all of those things are you know are starting to be a concern, I reckon, for Brad Fittler also. Yep. See, Joey said he, he says Tedesco's okay, so playing any, like an extra forward. So any rugby league player, any person in sport, yeah. the next two hours that we name, we, we mention. Yep. We've got to also. Alternative nickname. Alternative nickname. All right, done. Okay. All right. Go. We so need your help with Kingy? this maestro. Julian King. Kingy? Only my PE teachers used to call me so, Kingy, but it was mm. weird. So can we get a can we get a tick? A ding tick. A bit we'll, of the. If we agree or a boom boom. All right. If, mm. Beautiful. Okay. Anyway, Joey, uh, Joey. He said this is what he yep. said. Wide world. I think Tedesco's playing like an extra forward. And he says, Joey Marty, 5'8", the runner, hasn't seen Kiri bring Marty into play. Hasn't seen Marty bring Tedesco into play. Mm. And it all comes back to your forward pack. If your forward pack is not winning the middle of the field, you know as a player when you're everything just feels right. You feel like you're on the front foot. You feel like you're a little bit quicker for some reason because your front rolls are winning and, and the hooker's getting out of dummy half and, and back rolls are sort of just sneaking their head through and you feel as though that you feel a little bit quicker and everything's coming a little bit easier. And that's when – I'll just use my example. When we were in that frame of mind, Reese Wessel would run for 400 metres because he just mm. – 
He found space everywhere. He mm. found it out wide. He found it around the ruck. He found a lazy front rower. And we see James Tedesco on tackle four drive through the middle so he gets a quick play of the ball and and the kicker gets a really easy kick away. He gets plenty of time. So but that's not happening now because, unfortunately, the, the forward pack, and I hate to say it because Jared Hargrove has been my favourite front rower for many, many years, but that forward pack is getting really badly dominated physically at the moment. Yeah, and he's sticking around for one more, isn't he? Jared, is that well, that, that's the talk. Or? Well, that, that's the talk. But, I mean, this is a, a Roosters team that I, many people, tipped to, to win the whole thing. And you look at that team on paper and it's not performing anywhere near where it needs to. And you've got to remember, too, that they, they basically limped into the finals. Like They mm. weren't that far away from missing out on the semis yeah. altogether last year. Were they year. eight in a row? Something like that? With Sammy Walker playing too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's interesting. 0457 736 736. Just before we get to the text, how not it silly season now? You know everyone's an expert. The amount of crap I've seen on social media. So called this years ago, Robbo's a myth, bloke can't coach. <laughs> so, are you serious? Masterminded a grand final against one of the great teams of the modern era in the Melbourne Storm with a bloke called Cronk who was effectively a passenger. And you're telling me Robbo can't coach just coach. because they're – they're struggling this year. Yeah, he can coach. Well, listen, I can tell you another one. Dragons fans, I'm a Dragons chap. Oh, going a bit cold on Riles. You know, I saw him in the warm-ups. You know, they, their second worst attack. I don't Stop know if he's the right answer. Are you serious? Oh. Yeah. Are they also saying that yeah, Jason Wright, forget about the Storm or the or the Dragons. What He's going to be coaching the, the no, Roosters saying, next year. Is that what you're saying? Well, who, I mean, who knows? Who knows? Uh, 48 points to four, the Panthers over the Roosters. Uh, John says, question, lads, from what you've seen of the Roosters, are they playing week one of the finals? I'm Sorry. saying yes. I think they will. Yeah. Yeah. You've got them in? Oh, 100%. They'll they'll be there. But again, you don't want it to be like last year where they're limping in and then, you know, going out in straight sets. That's so much more is expected of them. Mm. Well, it's still an eight spot, right? There's such a log jam. There's so much congestion in the middle table. They're not not in a horrible position. They're they're not where the Eels are. They're not where the Cowboys are. Yeah. You can win three three in a row and all of a sudden they're knocking on the door of the top four. What are we looking at? We're looking at uh, the NRL boasts the ladder just six wins separates top from bottom. Well, they've got the Dragons into a bye, into the Bulldogs, which, well, that'll be, they'll bank all of them. And then, oh, excuse me. And yeah. then um, they've got the Panthers again in, and, you know, that'll be the real litmus test in round 15. Mm. They can't afford to turn up and, and provide what they did yesterday. It's another anomaly of the draw. They're playing, what, twice in four okay. weeks. That's very strange. And the Warriors have got two buys in five weeks. And well done, the Warriors are too good for the. Uh, Bulldogs last night as well. Yeah, the Ivan Cleary yeah. Cup. The Ivan Cleary Cup. Andrew Webster twice now. Mm. It's one over Cameron Seraldo. Yeah. Mm. Josh Curran's fun to watch, isn't he? Good as player. A player. Good player. Yeah. <laughs> good, the hair and the, he's a bit the of a best, throwback, isn't he? The best he? headgear yeah. in the business. Love to too. do a team of throwbacks. Yeah. Ruben, Ruben Cotter. Ruben Cotter is a throwback. So. Jacob yeah. Preston. Jacob Preston is yeah. a throwback. Yeah, um, yeah Matty Lodge is a bit of a throwback. The way that he plays. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about. Sort of eighties hairstyles. Was oh, you do hairstyles. A yeah. uh, throwback hairstyles. Well, there's plenty of them. Corey Horsburgh, big, big Tino, big red, big. Yeah. T- well, I want to talk about Tino. I'll get your thoughts on this later about the embarrassment of riches in the Queensland side, particularly in the pack. And I'm sure you've never it's been asked be about this. Uh, oh, you yeah. are. Well, the bookmakers believe so. Uh, Queensland underdogs. Seriously? Are you serious? Unbelievable. No, Queensland should be sense. going to this series. They should game be, one but they never favorite. do. They yeah. never do, and they always they win more often than not. Mm. Warriors twenty four, Bulldogs twelve. Last night at a Gore Stadium, there was a. I mean, sure, Johnson was great again. There was a lovely little sort of trick play. I think it was in tackle one, wasn't he? That he went to the corner. We're seeing a lot more of this this year too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's 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 found a new lease of life, hasn't he? Um, and I've got to say, 
Talking about him going to another club, Sean Johnson, mm. I, I just don't think it fits. Yeah. At 32, you wouldn't want him to go to another club that's that's struggling, where at 32 it can become really emotionally draining when you, you're focusing on other things to try and make that club better, whether it's your training values or whatever it may be. Um, and, yeah, riding guys that you've never played with before at a new club at training. So, yeah, getting guys to have a better work ethic, it takes a lot out of you as, a, as an older player. I just think it works in New Zealand. Yeah. It just works at the Warriors for him. Well, he's synonymous with that club. And it's interesting because the Bulldogs have been linked to Ben Hunt. They've been linked recently to, you know, Sean Johnson. There's a bit of talk that the Tigers are in for Sean Johnson as well. So where does that leave the, the Bulldogs? So they've got a, a young kid in Carl Oluwapu. Mm-hmm. They know they've got something special there, but I don't know if they know what they've got. Like, is he a back rower? Is he a six? Is he a seven? Mm. He's only a teenager. It's probably too young to tell. So they pulled out of the race for Mitch Moses because they thought this guy's going to be our long-term number seven. But I'm not quite sure if that's where he's going to end up. And he's a big body. He could play, you know, at lock potentially. I think it's a smart decision to pull out from of Moses and, and go with Oluwapu. Mm. That's where that's where your, your future's going to be. Yep. And I think that's um, that's when they need to put a lot of their invested time in. I think I think he'll come up trumps. Mm. He's, a, he's a really good young player. He's got a good head on his shoulders. Yeah. But he's probably like two or three years away from steering a first grade team as a halfback. Well, at, least, at least a couple of a season or two. And in, do you almost need a bridging player? Like, do you need a Ben Hunt, which who they have talked to in the past, or a Sean Johnson or someone like that while he's still coming to terms with, you know, physically and mentally the demands of first grade? Yeah, some people are just ready. You don't know until they throw them in there, but some people are Katara just ready. Katara the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah, they're just ready for some reason. I don't know what it is. I don't know whether it's their confidence or, you know, the, the maturity they've got when they're only 18, 19 years of age. Some players are just ready. Some just take a little bit more time. Um, but Oluwapu, I think he, I think he's a little bit like – it's a good example you use there, Jules. He's, I think he's – I think he's – Knows he's ready. Mm. And he's going to be raw. He's going to be fresh. He's going to make some mistakes like yep. Katoa has defensively for the Dolphins. But invariably, they've just got so much confidence. I couldn't imagine having that much confidence at 18 or 19. <laughs> they're just, it's remarkable. That, mate, I was scratching my ass bumping into things at that age, <laughs> and I still am. You know? <laughs> is it a millennial thing? Like, or, or is that I even? Re- I reckon it could be. Yeah. I reckon it could be. Well, now they're training. I think now they're training full, especially from a sporting angle. They're training full time now, Mm. and the training, the training regimes apparently, and the involvement they have now, and how much like integration they've got, is really heavy. A lot of hours, Mm. and so when you're an eighteen year old coming out of school now, yeah, once upon a time you'd come out of school, you play under twenty ones, you might get a go in second grade, you might, you know, you might get get a run in first grade before you before you're twenty. Uh, well, since since full time came in around sort of ninety six ninety seven, and younger players are now getting more access to the older players, and but once upon a time, even when it was, well, even when it was full time, as a young player, you still knew your place in the dressing shed. Mm. Yeah. But the younger players are the they're the big dogs now. They're the ones That's... that are. They don't mind sledging the older guys that have played 150, 200 games. That... But that, that's that's an interesting thing. And I don't know, you, you can probably say from your own experience, Sats, but what, you know, you you hear about guys like Alan Border who, are, you know, would go into the Australian cricket dressing room and they wouldn't speak unless they were spoken Correct. to and all that stuff. And then you've heard, like, you know, there's almost be a hazing of these young guys <laughs> at, like, some of the established teams like at the Broncos and all that with these young guys. 
now they're just like, now, I'm here to take your position. Like, I have arrived. Yeah. Wasn't it when Turvey took uh, Tommy's bed, they were rooming together, and Tommy said, nah, mate, he turfed the Turpy's bag out the window? 1970, yeah. um, they were roomed together, and Steve Morton was the upcoming wonder kid. Correct. But um, <laughs> Tommy still had the – he was still the test cap, uh, test number seven. So they roomed them together like they used to back in the day, and Kangaroo Tours, the fullbacks used to room together. Gary Belcher's got a great story from 1986 with Gary Jack. Uh, but, yeah, they were roomed together and they were staying at the Camperdown Travel Lodge. And, and when he walked in, Tommy, Turvey had put his bag on the double bed and there was a single bed. <laughs> and he said, what are you doing? He goes, well, I'm the current Australian halfback. This is Turvey. I'm the, but a test match hadn't been played yet. And he said, so I get the double bed. And Tommy picks up the bag, apparently, walks over, opens up the window, <laughs> throws everything out, everything out uh, of Camperdown, four floors up. And he went and laid on the double bed. And he goes, and while you're at it, make me a cup of tea. <laughs> and then Tur- he said, and there was a pause for two seconds. And Turvey goes, do you have that with milk and sugar? Glad <laughs> <laughs> he spoke at the bear. 0457 736 736. Up and running Saturday crunch time.